Welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Aaron Pym, and what I like to do here on the pod is bring fun and sexy guests into the studio to talk about sex and sexuality. Today, I'm really excited. It's going to be a fun one, everybody. I have comedian Tamara Siobhan. Hey, Tamara. Hey. (laughs) Super excited to be here. Are you? I'm so happy to hear that. Sometimes I'm like, I'm just like, Will anyone be in my podcast? And like to get somebody like that had such an enthusiastic like response to me asking you, that was really nice for me. Yeah, I know. I well, I listened to a bunch of them, and I was like, "This is actually something that I don't ever hear on podcasts. And I wish I heard more of." Oh, so amazing. Are you? Would you consider yourself like a sex positive person, or like an? Op- are you kind of open as far as like your sex? sex stuff goes oh i used to be so open i'm just tired now i'm so lazy (laughs) (laughs) yeah i I identify as starfish (laughs) (laughs) nice yeah i (laughs) i'm 40 this year so yes to that Yeah, it's just so much work. Like just after, tired. like I'm like I'm fine, and they're like I still have 20 more minutes in me. I'm like, what? No, man. I'm like I gotta make food. I got got plans. I gotta, I gotta do something later on. Yeah, I gotta get on Canva. I have posters to make. Like posters to make. See, the short and sweet is where it's at. No, I still put in the effort. I just, like, I just, the whole time, I'm like, wow, really? Oh, we're flipping? Okay. <laughs> so you put in the effort, but you just hate it the whole time. You, you, they better appreciate it, is the vibe. <laughs> you know what? They, they do appreciate it, because I always, I, here's the thing, I get so lazy, I'll just end, I'll end up being like, and now I'll suck your dick. <laughs> yeah. And now it's this time. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and my boyfriend's like, could you pretend you love me? Like, that'd be nice. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> just, just put it on. Just for one night. It's my birthday, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's oh. funny, actually, for me. Like, uh, we were just kind of chatting um, before the pod. So you're aware I'm a sex worker. But, like, for me, it's that thing of, like... I don't want to, f- I don't feel like I want to like put it on if I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, uh, that's what I do yeah. for work. So like when I'm having sex in my personal life, like just let me experience me like and, and you and like, let me just be non-performative about it. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. How does that go for you though? Is it like, do people like, ass- <laughs> not, do not people, like assume? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I'm just like, um, no, it goes okay. Like, I I, um, I think I'm like at the point in my life, actually, where I'm re- really trying to connect with myself more and like what I want and stuff in the moment and pay attention to my body. So like stuff like just you being like tired, I'm tired. You know what I mean? Like that really, <laughs> honestly, that really resonates with me because like sometimes, you know, maybe in the past I'd be like, I'm tired, but yeah, let's do whatever. But now I'm at the point in my life where I'm like, no, I'm tired, tired, like I'm, yeah. you know, I, I'm not going to make myself do literally anything anymore. <laughs> oh, like, I used to lead with anal, okay? Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's who I used to be. Yeah. And I was like, and then, like, people would be like, oh, wow, like, you know, okay, let's get in there. Like, that we already know what anal. to expect. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then I'm just like, now I'm just like, um, if I could get a forehead kiss, that'd be nice. <laughs> That's enough to tie me over till next week. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, intimacy, yes. Just call intimacy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I still kind of do that with like new partners, like new a new date. I'll be like, wow, I'm like, you know, I don't know. I'm a big slut, but 
that goes away. I think that kind of like settles, has to settle somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, because then like, honestly, that's the thing. The expectations that people have, like, like I don't have a job, like, honey, I'm unemployed. Like yeah. for you in your in your eyes, you think I'm unemployed. Like, yes. like, okay, so like, what, when should we do this? And like, you want, like, you want to have sex for an hour? Like, hello. <laughs> again i got shit to do later yeah 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 like are you seeing my zoom waiting room like i don't have time for this zoom waiting room. they're already waiting they're lining up yeah i gotta get there yeah the internet calls like yeah. i can literally see them like it's distracting yeah, like... yeah the expectation is a thing for sure that's like a thing that's kind of hard for me with dating i think because people can we're talking about like, you know, how open we could be with like our, our you know, nasty kind of storytelling type shit. Cause you were telling me you just released an album and it's all out there. You know what I mean? And for me, I'm the same <laughs> yeah. way, just like always with my social media, everything, podcast, blah, 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 everything. Right. So it's like, yeah, people can definitely develop like some sort of idea of, of me before we meet or go on a couple dates. Right. And that can, that can be kind of shitty because people can kind of look at all that and kind of be intimidated. And I'm like, literally I'm the least intimidating person to hang out with. Like I'm, I'm the, I'm the little like wallflowery type, like just, I'm so meek, like actually, <laughs> but nobody thinks that nobody would ever fucking think that beforehand and people already kind of uh, like re reject me too early for those reasons and I'm like well wow really sucks. yeah that's actually like brutal okay <laughs> it's not great yeah like I think specifically with like if I let them know because I, I like to disclose stuff um on the front end, like as early as possible, you know what I mean? I like to like, be like, Hey, I'm, I am a sex worker and like, you know, a couple other things. I'm like, just so you know, this is some stuff about me. And then yeah, specifically if they go and see like all my dominatrix stuff, they're like, ah, that's, uh, and I'm like, no, no, but I'm, that's not, that's not going to inform like, but they're, they're basically gone already. Yeah. Cause, cause that's the thing that I was going to actually ask, like, you, just because that's something that you do, it doesn't mean that you do that with everyone, right? Or is that no, exactly. the opposite? No, no, okay, you're yeah. exactly right. No, you're exactly right. I literally, like, that's my job. Like, that for sure is my job. And I, you know, as I said, <laughs> I'm tired. So I'm not putting that on. I'm not doing all that <laughs> for everyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to not do that most of the time. And it's hard to, like... Even I tell people that, and they're still, like, looking at those pictures and being like, mm, no, I don't think so. Yeah, they don't believe you about your no. own sexual yes. preference. It's like... Yeah, it's that. <laughs> That's it. Like, yeah, yeah. Because literally, like, in my bios, I'm like, yes, I do this for work, but this is me and my personal life. Like, I say that right in my initial stuff. And, yeah, you're right. They are not even... They, they're not believing the words. They see the picture and believe that over what I'm saying. It's weird. Yeah. This is the problem with society, though. It's like, <laughs> they, they don't let you talk for yourself. They, like, decide what you are. And you're like, okay, well, yeah. guess you're going to miss out on all of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you ever feel that, like, because I know you probably tell a lot of stories, like, in your comedy and stuff like that. Do you ever find that, like, people might see you at shows and see, like, your comedy persona or, say, listen to your new album that you just dropped and, like, make assumptions based on that? Oh, all the time. Yeah. All the time. So, like, my album, it's really funny. My first album is called Purse Wine. It came out, like, I guess 2021. Mm -hmm. And um, it was eight years worth of material that I put on there. But, like, obviously, I was so slutty growing up. So, like, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just really me being like, and then, can you believe, like, <laughs> all this stuff happened? And, like, it's a crazy album because it's a part of my life. It's like a time capsule. Yes. But as it came out, I started getting so many people sliding in my DMs thinking I was just like down to fuck. And I was like, oh, yeah, I was 23 when I wrote that joke. <laughs> I'm truly drinking chamomiles here right now. Like, <laughs> and even if I did write that joke right now, like, that's not a fucking invitation. Like, that is it's me not. talking about stuff in my personal life that's happening. That's not me. Can you literally imagine if that's how we 
found men. Like we're like, yes, I'll write, I'll write this story and then I'll go on a stage or I'll make a recording. And I hope, Oh, I hope that people are going to DM me, um, to hook up, hook up with me because I'm, you know what? Like, like literally no one has ever done that. (laughs) And I, I, it always comes the same way. It's always like, Oh, are your jokes, are your jokes real? Like, I'm like, yeah, everything that I write about, it's actually happened to me. They're like, Oh, so do you want to go out sometime? It's like, Oh no, (laughs) like, no, no. not anything but that. Yeah. They're not the same thing. Like just because some of my jokes are real and like, I'm like, yeah, the whole thing's real based on experience. Like Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that I want you to come to my house ever. (laughs) What's the disconnect there? Like what, like people, cause this is, this is definitely a thing that like, you know, women talking about sex on stage, you know, people literally take that as an invitation. Like what, what's, what's happening there? Do you think for that? I mean, as we know for me in my case, like, men don't know to critically critically think that well um mm. but they just think that they do so they're like oh i get it <laughs> oh no this but is... they just think that they do that's the harmful <laughs> part of it yeah they're like i get it this is subliminal like she wants me to know that she's a dirty slut it's like yeah. no that's not <laughs> oh yeah. yeah it's not yeah yeah it's not just the part of like they, they don't get what's happening it's that they they don't get what's happening and then they think they get what's happening that's, oh yeah yeah you're right they, they literally like they think that they're just like oh you're making this so easy for us and you're like no no like no, you just literally not what i'm doing <laughs> you haven't seen past the set which is crazy because you're at a show like this is entertainment i'm telling you stories and being vulnerable on stage yeah. um to a room full of people i don't want to be individually vulnerable with everybody in this room that's insane <laughs> well, can you imagine the emotional labor yeah yeah, like I have you had the thing where people like after the set are coming up and talking to you and it's like a bunch of people kind of one after the other come up and talk to you and want to ask you questions about your set. Has that happened? Has that happened? That's all that happened. Yeah. And, oh, <laughs> and the, yeah. The thing is, like sometimes you're in the mood for it and sometimes you're not. Sure. And I always sometimes appreciate you're willing to entertain. It. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I always appreciate it, but it's like just seeing the people that come up to me and like they'll see that I'm like there or trying to leave or my friends are there and they just don't Mm. pick up on the social cues. That's literally why I get that. Like men would really think, Oh yeah, for sure. No problem. You want to fuck me because the way that they speak to me be like, yeah, yo. And then like, I'm trying to like talk to other people. They're trapping me like in the venue that I work at. And it's like, okay, I just met you right now. Why do you think I'd want to have a 45 minute conversation? Yes. That. Yeah. Like, why would you think that? Like, I don't even want to talk to my friends like that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, literally, um, strangers that approach me with stuff, you know, I'm literally like, I wouldn't talk to people in my personal life this much. Like, how much you are trying to DM me? I don't talk to my mother this much. I don't talk to my best fucking friend this much. Like, what literally, what makes you think that, uh, that I would want, like... It, it, know what I think it comes down to, like this, the the them forming this parasocial relationship in their brains, right? Yeah. Them seeing us somewhere on social media or like performing or like whatever it is, and them forming this this kind of fantastical attachment that they know us, and then that's why they like are are suddenly like as you said so casually like they're a friend. They're like, oh hey yo yeah blah like so like intimately. Uh, yeah. approaching you like they already know you and you're like I don't <laughs> not know you I don't like right so yeah so that's the so thing people crazy. think that they watch my Instagram stories and they know me the craziest part about it is that like these people will see my partner on my Instagram and still sign and into still. my DMs <laughs> and then and then people will take it one step further and because I tell a lot of jokes about my partner on stage right they think they know him and they'll start trying to follow him. And it's so, so they, weird. So they not only think they know you, they think they know your partner. And he's like a Virgo introvert hates people. So it's like... The worst. He's like, this is my nightmare. Like, your profession's my nightmare. Like, oh, no. He's gonna get, I'm getting like residual follows that I don't even want. Oh, and then dear. people will be like, I, oh, I'm following you. You're not following me back. He's like, yeah, because I don't know you. 
No I'm, offense. Yeah, I'm not like a comedian. I'm not an influencer. I'm not at like I'm literally just oh boy. So do you have do you ever have to um because I I I also do the thing like podcast and whatever else. I speak publicly like, you know, and sometimes my partners come up in stories or in like stuff, right? So do you did you two ever have to like determine some boundaries surrounding that or like have conversations and if so what did that what did that look like oh yeah um we have decided that he does not need to come to any of my shows anymore Uh (laughs) (laughs) why why was that (laughs) um it's just people just start talking to him people think they know him he gets kind of like iced out of situations sometimes too Mm. because people will be like so excited to talk to me that they'll like block him out of conversations and it's like or it's the opposite. They'll be too involved in talking to him. Yeah. And he's like, I, I'm here because I want to spend time with you, but we can find different ways to spend time together because this is... Yeah, this like, is the way for you and I to spend time together. <laughs> yeah, because it's like basically he's at my job, like, which is the worst way to hang out. Yes, like, <laughs> that's a great point. You are at your job, so you can't be hanging out with your partner. You've yeah. got to be working, which the... Yeah, talking to random strangers after your set is kind of part of it yeah yeah and he kind of hit a boiling point um that was just like listen i don't think that this is a good environment for me yeah because i have to keep watching you across the room why am i here i'm here for you you're talking to 15 people it's this whole thing we don't get to leave any venue for 45 minutes after the show's done Oof. yeah i hear that Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Sometimes I'm literally trying to drag my husband out of a comedy venue after. Like, it's just, it's not going to happen. At this point, I know it's not going to happen. But sometimes I am waiting. Well, we actually decided, um, which is something that, you know, had has worked for us so well for so many years, is that I literally just take off whenever. Like, I'll come and, and watch the show and support. And I also love comedy and I want to watch the show. So I'll do that thing. And then uh, most, honestly, most comedy shows I come to... I leave right after and then my husband can see me later at home or he can go somewhere else or whatever. Then oh, that yeah, has worked really well for us. Yeah. It's working so well now because like, obviously, you know, I don't know how into astrology you are, but like Virgos will never bring something up unless it's at a boiling point. Aww, and so that's tough. Um, yeah. It came out like in a really not so great way. Like Aww, it just kind of yeah. came out with him being like, okay, like this is crazy. Like what, like, why do I come down here? Because <laughs> he lives, like, in Mississauga, and I live in Toronto. So mm, his whole so thing is, trek, like, I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm making a huge trek. I'm driving there. Gas is so expensive. Like, I'm tr- trying to see my girlfriend. And, like, now it's, oh, like, yeah. yeah, so I, and I was just kind of, like, suck it up for two years. And then I was, like, <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, not my problem. Sounds like a you problem. Yeah, it sounds like a you thing. And then he's, like, okay, <laughs> are we actually, in this relationship together or yeah, no? Yeah. <laughs> But actually, like, yeah. Yeah, so we've hit common ground. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure people have, like, noticed if you've been, like, for me, if you've been a longtime listener of this podcast, like, you will notice that, like, some partners I talk about more than others, and, like, um, some partners I literally almost don't talk about at all. And that's because of like the different boundaries I have with different people. You know what I mean? Like surrounding yeah. talking about our stuff, like our private dating life. Right. So it's like some people kind of assume that it's like, oh, I don't know, that it's like maybe favoritism or something because they see more some partners taking up more space like you know, like on the podcast, like, right. via, you know, secondhand via me, but like, um, yeah, it's literally just some do not want me to talk about them on the podcast literally at all. And some literally don't care and even love it and listen and want to hear. And they really love when they hear me talk about, it. you know what I mean? So it's like different boundaries for different people. That's all. Yeah, for sure. And like, yeah. also just like not assuming that your boundary is someone else's, which I did for so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, tell me about that. So, like, for you, if you were in his position, would you, you would be fine? You wouldn't have an issue? I wouldn't have an issue, but also, as I say that, if he was too involved in being, like, so tight with my comedy people and, like, my comedy life, it would be weird to me, too. Like, I don't, I don't know what the middle ground, I guess the middle ground is what we're doing. Yeah. But you don't want to have 
your partner hanging out with comedians without you because they're terrible people. And... <laughs> you, you cannot trust them. <laughs> oh my god. So I always want it one tier below that. Uh... <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> because there's just like no chance. I don't want people inviting, you know, yeah. my partner out to like dinners and movies and like parties like no. Just no um, social cues, no social um, boundaries whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, like no social scripts. They're like just after your partner. Yep. <laughs> yeah, literally. Because I like, and I don't really see like you'll see some people come into the scene or start comedy mm. with their partners, and they'll be like, or they'll have a new relationship, and that person comes around a lot, and then mm -hmm. like six months later, every comedian that is, is dating somebody, like that person is now no longer there. You're like, oh, did you guys break up? They're like, no, they just hate this. It's like, right. <laughs> <laughs> See that thing of like, it's settled. The relationship settled and we settled yeah. on. They don't come to the shows as much anymore. <laughs> Because, of course, in the beginning, it's so exciting. You see, like, the person yes. that you're with, like, crushing a room. You feel so proud. You're like, wow, that's that's my baby. Like, that's that that's yeah. what I'm doing. And, like, that's, oh, my gosh, I'm so, like, this is so exciting. What? Tell me about your other show. Wow, you're in an article? Now I'm like, I'm in an article. He's like, yeah, 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 you're in articles. You have albums. Everybody knows you. We get it. <laughs> Stop bragging, God. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm going to yeah. go to my job where he, he works by himself. Okay. Um, like in a play, like that's what he loves about his job. He he just got a promotion it's to be a manager. He's like, at all. <laughs> no, it's not social. He's like, I love my job. I go into work. I don't have to talk to anybody. I leave. I get in my car. I drive home. It's perfect. Honestly, that sounds amazing. <laughs> Sometimes I envy his yeah. life. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> like I sometimes I'm like, oh, I would love that. Sometimes just like walk onto like a stage and just do like miming and everyone just die laughing <laughs> just walk off get in my car just drive off a bridge <laughs> yeah. park at a beach get out walk directly fully clothed into the ocean yeah <laughs> pockets real full <laughs> Yeah, but like I get that thing also of like being a performer and wanting to invite like this new person you're dating out to all the stuff you're doing because it's like, yeah, see this part of me, like, you know what I mean? See me in my element. Like that's important to you as that person too. But, you know, stuff like that can be complicated, especially if it's like, you know, involves stuff like talking about sex and sexuality or like, you know. I do like yeah, burlesque. Uh, like before COVID, I do like burlesque and host burlesque shows and stuff like I that too. I love burlesque. Me too. Oh, I just so I was in New Orleans. Um, just recently, I was telling <gasps> okay, you. Okay, you just said two of my favorite things back to back: New Orleans and. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I was telling you I got sick on a plane because um, yeah, somebody was coughing behind me, but. Um, if, if listeners can hear it in my voice, you absolutely can. Anyways, I was in, yeah, so I was in New Orleans and I saw Adida show. I saw Adida Von Teese show. And Stop! It was like a bucket list item for me to finally see her actually perform. It was unfucking real. So good. Oh my gosh, I'm so jealous! Uh, they were expensive at tickets, but oh, it, you know what? We were like, we're on, you know, we're on vacation. We're, I can't. How expensive are we talking here? They were like 250 US? bucks each. Yeah. Yeah. It was expensive. Yeah. For us, it was just like, you can do this once and a while. So we did. And it was fucking, I'm so happy we did. That's amazing. I think my problem is that I like, keep treating my life like I'm on vacation, and that's just... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I spend, like, 250 bucks on stuff all the time. Like, literally, like, my partner's every weekend. Like, last weekend we went and got brunch for $70, and <laughs> I, I thought he was having an aneurysm. I honestly did. Like, he was oh, like, no. are, are you kidding me? Eggs, toast, bacon, $70, what is going on? I'm like... <laughs> Literally. full on meltdown <laughs> i get it i get it like we um there was a buffet 
breakfast where we were staying and we were like, oh my God, that's amazing. We can like get that. Some of the mornings were there. And the first morning we went and had this like a buffet that was like, you know, fine. It was good. Um, it didn't blow our minds or anything, but the bill came and yeah, it was 80 American. So it was like a hundred <gasps> fucking dollars. And we both almost shat. We were like, what the, okay, well not going here again. <laughs> like, But wait, was it bottomless brunch? Like whether you had unlimited yeah. mimosas? It, no, 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 no mimosas, no alcohol. Stop! No, 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 no. I don't, I don't just... want to just taste how good your chef is. That's insane. No, I need to be drunk too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It wasn't that. It was yeah. So I get it. We were like, okay, and not doing that ever again. <laughs> good to know. We did it once, and here we are. But, no, literally, like we no. made an agreement that we're not eating out until summer now, which is like so <laughs> dramatic. That is dramatic. <laughs> like okay yeah we won't eat out till summer to be honest i pitched it i don't know why i was like yeah <laughs> that was that? <laughs> because I was, tr- I was trying to be empathetic but i do it wrong all the time oh, and so- overcorrect, <laughs> like, overcorrect. yeah i'm yeah. like yeah you're right babe that's horrible let's not eat out ever again and i was like wait no 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 my whole life's eating out like this <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just some like indirect way of me trying to block myself from ordering Uber Eats twenty four seven. Yeah, you knew you needed it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you needed to cater, <laughs> tailor it back a little bit. Yeah, literally. The Bed Post Podcast is sponsored by Come As You Are. Founded as a worker-owned cooperative, Come As You Are has a fundamentally anti-capitalist and feminist approach to sexual pleasure, health, and education. Come As You Are doesn't profit from your pleasure and only stocks products that they truly love and believe in. Come As You Are has been voted best sex shop in Toronto since 1997. Check them out at comeasyouare.com or 254 Augusta Avenue in Toronto's own Kensington Market. We are also sponsored by Club M4 Toronto. Club M4 is the largest sexually charged lifestyle club in the GTA. One of my favorite things to do is to go to their Instagram events page and see what they've got going on. We've got Naughty on a School Night, which is the first Monday of every month, Threesome Fridays, Milf Mondays, and a Blackout Party where you can have sex in their dark room. If anything looks interesting and you want to check it out, head on down to Club M4 at 1989 Dundas Street, Mississauga. So what types of things do you end up like, say if you're doing um, a set that's like talking about some sexually explicit stuff and or stories, like what is your usual kind of um, subject matter with your comedy as far as sexy kind of stuff goes? Oh, we're about to go on a little bit of a journey. Okay, so this is oh. crazy. So <laughs> I, sta- <laughs> I started um, comedy in China. Okay. Um, all, uh, literally almost 10 years ago. Wow. And so when I started in China, I was a clean comic. Okay. Um, so I just used to only talk about like observational things that happened to me, people being surprised I was black, the things that like people would say to me, like, you know, funny, like cute, cutesy stuff. Sure. And then I moved to, I moved back to Toronto after three years. And then um, I started my first set at Comedy Bar mm-hmm. and I had one joke about just like that was kind of blue about boys to men and this per- <laughs> but it was a re- it was a real story that happened i was like seeing this this guy out in china and he re- like w- wasn't able to have sex without playing music like it just was this weird thing that he had <laughs> and so we'd be like almost there and he'd be like wait 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 and like get out his ipod River and i'm just dry. like yeah and i'm like this is brutal um, so he's like, he's trying to find songs. He's like putting on Madonna, like a virgin. And I'm like, what is going on? No, anything and, but that. God. Right. And then he it's puts on boys to men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll make love to you. And then like, that's a whole joke that I have. Where I'm like, that's pretty like literal. Yeah. That's he's like, you so must... on the nose. <laughs> right. I was like, I don't want five men singing. I'll make love to you in harmony. It's like creepy. Um, so <laughs> That's like my least favorite boys to men song. Maybe. 
<laughs> like, yeah, it's about to be the end of the road, buddy. Uh, <laughs> so that was like my only kind of dirty joke. And then nice. I don't know what happened. I Well, I do know what happened. I came back to Toronto. I um, was seeing someone that was still living in China for like six months after I got back from Toronto. And then like, he was really adventurous, which I like had never really experienced before. Like it was like, the first time I was like, okay, look, the first person I did anal with, like all of this stuff. Like, so I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. So I, my joke started being more about like my sexual experiences. And then your journey, you are like working it out, all the stuff, you know? Yeah. And so I was like, okay. And then suddenly I was just labeled this. That's the whole thing with women, right? Like if you Mm. give like two, if two jokes you have are dirty, now you're a dirty comic, Mm. which is wild. So I just got like pegged as a dirty comic for like a blue comic for like six years. Wow. <laughs> and what and I was did, like, did you, how did that make you feel? Like, were you okay with it? Or le- did you lean into it or like what? I didn't even know I was leaning into anything. I'd found out that I was like, comedy's weird. They'll place you in a lot of things without you, without asking you if that's what you want. Like yeah. I'll only get featured for showcases on like, like queer showcases, even though like, mm-hmm if they were to listen to my joke about being bisexual, they would really realize that like, it's a part of my identity that I actually struggle with because no one believes I'm real Mm -hmm. (laughs) or no one like, so it's like, uh, yeah. So something that I'm already insecure about, I don't really want to showcase about as like my main bit about me that I'm going to showcase to like JFL. Cause that's not who I am, but they like, they really pigeonhole a lot of people all the time. Like people will just do that. Yeah. So that was annoying. So I, started just like leaning into it. I was like, all right, well, if you want dirty, we're going to get some dirty jokes. And and now one of my favorite jokes, which again, my partner hates, um, but (laughs) cause it's about him, but it's just talking about like our journey, about like now we're kind of like thinking about kids. He really wants kids. And I just tell the audience, you know, I've been, like he wants kids so bad that I've been swallowing all year because I want to know what they taste like first because I am a foodie. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> terrible. Terrible, <laughs> He has to leave the room for that joke at this point. Like yeah, he's, he's like, like, nope, <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Hey. But, but I'm like, you guys wanted me to be a dirty comic. Here she comes. <laughs> <laughs> you did this. You did this. what you want. <laughs> You want the truth. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's where we're at. <laughs> oh my God. But that's where my album was called Purse Wine. Now I have my new album coming out in March called Table Wine. And so Table it's kind of like wine. a journey of me being like, I'm not carrying wine in my purse anymore. I'm blocking out on the subways. Now the wine's on the table and I'm doing missionary. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the classics. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much yeah (laughs) missionary is a good position like yeah it comes full circle doesn't it Uh um but like no but like honestly it's like yeah wanting to do anything but missionary for a while and then coming back to realizing like missionary is actually a really nice position there's eye contact it's like yeah it's a a good angle it's like there's a lot that's good about it actually (laughs) Like, I feel like the laziest position is when you're just in the fetal getting it from the side. You're just like, okay. I'm just like, I already feel like a little baby. Like, I don't like this. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't want to fuck in the fetal position, please. Uh, I'm not mm. throwing up and trying to make sure I don't, like, pass out. Um, <laughs> My favorite that I've um, recently, I'm like, I like when missionary then kind of turns into a pile driver a little bit. Like, it just kind of, yeah, you know, just kind of the angle switches a little bit. And it's just like, it. I feel like missionary morphs into pile driver really well. <laughs> Yeah, people. If people do it right, if they don't yeah. do it right, like you're, you're, yeah, you're at the pharmacy being like another UTI, my lady. Yes. <laughs> or you're like, my neck is fucked. My neck. Oh, I have fucked yeah. up my neck on this day. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're not like supported <laughs> enough <laughs> underneath, yeah. Man, yeah, that's something you gotta be wary of, you know. If you, <laughs> if you already slept on your neck weird, and then you feel missionaries start to morph into pile driver, you have to be like, no, I cannot today. No, not today. yeah, listeners, this is only if you're past your thirties. In your thirties, yes. going past, yeah, twenty year olds are listening, being like, what? My neck's fine. <laughs> pillows, <laughs> pillows. I sleep on a towel folded up. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, have you noticed like stuff changing for you as far as like I'm not I have literally no idea how old you are, but I feel like I'm 35. I feel like we're commiserating a little bit, so you got to be up near me. Um, but yeah. do you notice like yeah, some things are harder or some things you won't do because of stuff like that of like it's just too hard of a position for me or like have you noticed changes like that? I've <laughs> <laughs> I've literally had to start like working out again to not get leg cramps. Yeah. Oh my god, What's my fucking foot the other that? day. Yes. yes. <laughs> like Yeah. What yeah, is yeah. going on? Is it a, it's a hydration thing, right? It is hydration. I looked it up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I thought it was. I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's hydration <laughs> apparently as you get into your <laughs> Mid to late thirties, um, <laughs> early forties, you do need to drink actually eight cups of water a day. I went to a pharmacist. She's oh. like, I'm like, I keep getting these leg cramps. She's like, Yeah, juice isn't water. Coffee's also not water, and tea also dehydrates you. Yeah. And I was like, Fuck. Oh, so she's like, Yeah, so we're just going for the basic water. I was like, Okay. Can't believe I drove to Walmart for this. Honestly. <laughs> And that's so depressing because you know we're not going to do it. Yeah. It sucks because they'll tell you the answer and then you're like, shoot, because I don't like that answer. Uh, back yeah. home from Walmart, I go. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, and there's no other way. <laughs> She's like, yeah, and there's literally not another thing I could, yeah, no stretches, no. I, I, I'm often the person that's like, I asked you because you were talking about wine, right? Because you were saying with your album and stuff. And I was like, when do you make the switch, you know, from like your coffee or your tea to the wine? What time, what time of the day? Because literally like, so I'll have like, I like to have like four teas in a row. Like I, I need to spend like a good like three hour block where I have like four teas or something before. That's I... exactly what I do. I think we're yeah. very similar. Yeah. I, I'm the kind of person that I'll have like, you know, a huge salad to the point where it feels like I've had two steaks and they're like, you're doing it wrong. That's not, yeah, don't, I, so you can, yeah. Full chicken breast, like not even cut up. Everyone's like, okay, well just like say that you're not going to diet. Like... <laughs> yeah. Just change the name of what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. It's but, bad. Yeah, I'll literally do that without having any water yet. So, like, if I have a sexual partner that comes over early-ish on the day, I haven't had any water. And there, yeah. and that, that makes a cramp. There you go. That makes a foot cramp, a calf cramp, the hips. Oh. The, oh. Oh, hip oh, cramp. Oh, my gosh. Mm. It's... It's wild. Honestly, and we're doing it right now because we're both... I'm drinking a huge <laughs> mug of tea. I have You're two teas. two teas. <laughs> and I actually have not had a sip of water. Me neither. Then I'm going to go work out after this. <laughs> and then wonder why I'm cramping. Like, this is my life. Like, I'm not smart. Uh <laughs> yeah, and wonder why I have a headache. Yeah. I have yeah. such a bad headache. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As I open this podcast, being like, men are so stupid. <laughs> yeah, men are not critical thinkers. This is the first thing yeah. you have to know. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to. So do we have to drink water every day? Like <laughs> that much? No, that seems like a lot. For my size? No. Yeah. No, I won't. No, I'm not gonna. It's alright. <laughs> oh boy. I just realized I had the second tea in a thermos here now, so I'm gonna open that up. That's always exciting for me. Because it's all warm still. <laughs> Oh baby, I fucking love tea. You have no understand. You don't. You do not understand. It's the B sides of the bedpost podcast. Bedpost and tea. Bed, <laughs> yeah, fully. This is the ASMR portion. <laughs> Hear that? Like, see, for my second tea, I usually like an Earl Grey. <laughs> and then the laugh. And then the laugh. <laughs> You see, because they turned it up. They turned it way up to listen to all that. And then you absolutely murdered them with the loud laugh. Coming soon to a YouTube channel near you. <laughs> know what I legitimately do, though? Because, like, 
um, for the Patreon, <laughs> I do some ASMR, some kind of like sexy ASMR, right? And sometimes I turn that my podcasting mic way up to do that, and then I jump on an episode, and my mic settings are wild. Like I, <laughs> like it's bad. It ruins episodes when I forget to rejigger oh, the settings on brutal. the thing. Yep, it's not good. <laughs> Sometimes you forget. I, I, I know. It's hard to keep up. But that's it cool. Is. I want to listen to your ASMR stuff. That's going to sound that'd be cool. Yeah, it's, uh, it's something. Someone recommended it one time, and I was like, sure. And then I'm like, oh, this is actually really fun to make. It's like easier than some of the other stuff I do. So sometimes I just do it, and I hope people like it. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. I, I'd love to ask you um, if you are a sex toy person. Okay, I'm, I'm going to throw my partner under the bus right now. So <laughs> Okay, it's cool, yeah. he hates it. <laughs> yeah, the good thing is that, as we discussed, he's not going to be listening. He will not, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he's safe, don't worry, folks. <laughs> um, so, I used to be, um, mm-hmm. it took me a long time, I got into, so I, okay, I didn't have my first orgasm until I was 23. Okay. Yeah, I'm honestly I think I'm I'm similar. Yeah. And that was like because I got toys and I was like in a situation where I was living in China and I didn't have like any like I wasn't in my mom's house. Like, you know what I mean? I had my right. own place. And so I was like, okay, I can finally like explore, which is so crazy because that's what I thought I was doing in grade ten health. But <laughs> <laughs> turns out. <laughs> turns out no. Um and so I kind of got into like toys, but I was very secretive about it. I don't know why. I think I was just kind of like, there's a kind of like embarrassment about it, I guess. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, and then, um, so I kind of got into it. I started like um, doing these shows for this like sex toy company and I got all these like cool things. And then, um, I don't know, for some reason, my partner has a problem with toys, like not problem with toys. He just... I think he's like intimidated by the yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I do you not bring toys like um, into like a, a partnered sex scenario. Do you bring toys in, or or is that it? No, no, not anymore. I never with him. Yeah. Um. So and it was just a weird thing because two of my friends, I told one of my best friends, and he was like, he went and talked to my partner. He's like, listen, she's you can't do this like she has to be able to get toys like he's like oh I got, well she's got everything she needs here he's like huh, you would think that men are so dumb you and it's funny because he <laughs> you would you would yeah, yeah. you would think that because he's also a man so he's like buddy you're, you're way off like it's just not even close yeah. if you think she's not doing this without you she is and he's like <laughs> yeah absolutely is yeah 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 <laughs> so we had to have that like conversation came to terms with it but yeah he's yeah. very jealous of them and it's just like very funny because it's like the fact that you can like bruise a man's ego with triple a batteries is like hilarious <laughs> i mean you can bruise a man's ego pretty easily yep there's less you know they've been bruised more for a lot less um, truly <laughs> but yeah i think that's a common thing you know that happens right it's like the yeah that they feel intimidated or they feel jealous or they feel like they're inadequate um because of it and and i, I think it kind of stems from that same thing that you were saying like when you started to use toys you felt a bit of shame like ooh, you know yeah. maybe so it's i think it's the same type of shame you know that uh, both people might be feeling, you know what I mean? Because like how stuff is marketed to us is like, oh, you're broken. Here's a tool to fix it. Like it's like the mar- marketing surrounding so many things, right? Like you stink. Use this thing. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Something's wrong with you. Here's the cure. Like that's such a common marketing thing that like yeah, any of these like. Um, I, I even wanted to say any of these sexual aids, which is what, what is, which is what they're called. But again, it has that negative connotation of like, this is, you know, you need help. This is something that will help, you know, like that kind right. of negative connotation to it. But like, yeah, it's unfortunate because, you know, sex toys are great and you should be able to just like get your pleasure and not feel bad about how you're getting your pleasure. Like, you know, but yeah. I had the same journey with myself, honestly, because 
I started using a vibrator and then, you know, I wasn't able to orgasm as easily without one once I started using one, right? Yeah. So, so then I cut was kind of, you know... It, it, like that did affect some relationships and some sexual kind of encounters, right? But it shouldn't. It so shouldn't. It, you know, it, it's like you could try and wean yourself off the vibrator and, you know, go back to a more subtler touch for sure. Um, but also you could just orgasm with the vibrator. Just orgasm just with the like... vibrator, baby. It's good. It's fine. An orgasm yeah. is a good orgasm, you know? Right? And it's like, five minutes, like, I'm good. Like, I don't need this it's whole, quick. like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, come on. Like, it's it's Wednesday. Like, you don't need, to, like... like... <laughs> <laughs> it's Wednesday! <laughs> yeah. Like, we don't need to do the theatrics, you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> It's not weekend sex, yeah. It's all weekend sex, babe. Like, <laughs> I gotta work in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, truly, the alarm will be going off. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah, again so so. <laughs> yeah, it's that thing of like, yeah. Um, I mean, the convenience of it all is, you know, we have jobs now. <laughs> We're not fucking, yeah. you know, teenagers. Like, we have jobs. We got place. We got Zoom calls. We got to be on. <laughs> the waiting room. <laughs> <laughs> I can see them. It's distracting. Just give me the magic wand. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, one of, some of my, honestly, some of my favorite experiences um, with, like, with, how I get a really good vibe off like a cis man that like it's like okay we're gonna we're gonna fuck for the first time or whatever uh the best thing they can do is like be like is to like offer you know they're they're like do you need a magic wand I gotta hear if you need right. it or like do you you know what I mean like to have some sex toys and to have that understanding of like yeah, people love sex toys and that's fine. And like a vibrator could, you know, is a great way to get most people off. <laughs> but do we trust men busting out toys and thinking that they know how to properly like sanitize these? Hence, putting a condom <laughs> would always be the thing there, especially like, someone that you're just meeting for the first time and they're like, magic wand? I'd be like, condom on the end? Great. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because like I like I know so many people are just like raw dogging these like magic these, wands, like, <laughs> magic wands in these streets, and I'm like, you know, in these like, streets, I, in these... <laughs> I'm like, these men don't even know how to wash dishes. Like, be real oh, with yourself. Yes. No. <laughs> I'm. Thank you for bringing that up. That up because absolutely yes. If you are using someone else's magic wand and you don't know how they clean that, a thousand percent put a condom on it. Thank you for bringing that up. Because sometimes, because the the OG magic wand, the head is uh, porous material. It's not silicone. The original ma plug-in magic wand. They now make it with a silicone head. Um, but there's going to be bacteria all over that if you don't clean it properly. Um, yeah. And you can see, you you have all seen magic wands, the OG magic wands, and the head is yellow. Okay? It's oh. because it's porous. It's a porous. It's vinyl. It's not silicone. So, yeah. Oh. Throw a fucking condom on that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, no. Yes, yes, yes. Because I've, I, like, I, because I, yeah, I used to have people just bust out Whatever. toys and be like, yeah. And I'm like, let's do it. Like, yeah. And I'm just like, how drunk do you think I am that I'm just gonna <laughs> that I'm just gonna commit to a UTI tomorrow? Like how drunk? <laughs> yeah, it's similar to like you know any stuff that's happening with like fingers. I'm like, have we washed yeah, our hands? Have you washed your hands? No. Are you gonna I... go wash your hands? When are you gonna wash your hands? Because we got home from the bar, we got here from the bar, and you didn't wash your hands when we got in the door, like I did. I clocked it. Yeah, and yeah. So like, don't expect to be putting fingers anywhere unless you go fucking wash your hands. Yeah, and now it's my responsibility to pee seven times throughout this experience to no. save your like the dirt under your nails. Like it's Absolutely not happening. Not. Absolutely <laughs> not. Yeah, I hate the idea. Like oh, honestly, one of my worst thing cringy moments. Like there, I'm sure there are lots, but this is one maybe that happens kind of 
kind of consistently is like somebody putting their fingers in my mouth and I can taste that Uh, that this is a metallic tasting finger you have handled money and now it's in my like so I want that in my pussy that's what I want like no yeah I hate that I hate that when someone puts their fingers in my mouth and I'm like when is the fucking no I I I can't I hate it it takes me right out it's never been one for me, like the hooking in the mouth. It's like, like what, like what am I like? No. <laughs> honestly, talking about honestly talking about the uh, not having any water. If you hook my mouth, my lip is gonna split because I yeah. am dry. I'm I am dehydrated as fuck. I have four teas in the day. That's all I've had. I've had not one drop of water today. If you hook my mouth, my lip will fucking split right open. Yeah, no. yeah, literally. No. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> this, this is what they they should just send this podcast to all high schools. This tells everybody everything they need to know. Everything they can fire all the gym teachers that are pretending that they give a fuck, and <laughs> and we could just educate them. Who know nothing? I know. About How do you go from head? basketball to being like go from basketball to being like yeah that's a nice layup to be like this is a dick. It's actually it's a banana. Actually, I don't want to do this, but I'm here. <laughs> Uh, no, you know what? Actually, um, that I'm gonna come back to, back round to because you brought up like, um, because you brought up like young people in sex ed, right? And for me, it's like consent is the number one thing that needs to be taught at that time. Like, not even not anatomy, not even anatomy yet. Like, talk about consent and bodily autonomy and all that, right? So, like, you um saying that like. And this whole thing about men are not critical thinkers like they'll see you on stage telling a story and then they take that as they think they understand what's going on like that is just that thing of like with consent and with nonverbal consent of like men thinking they know that they want it you know what I mean and like yeah. how that is just so ripe with like misunderstandings and miscommunication surrounding sex you know what I mean they think they're way smarter about body language than they are you know and, oh. and I mean this is true for people of all genders for sure but like most you know more more um, constantly probably men but you know it's the that amount. thing of if we learn <laughs> stuff if we learn to talk before making assumptions like this man we wouldn't have weird fucking men coming up to us after shows and trying to fuck us when we literally don't know who they are like on what planet do you think that that's what we would just do like after because like honestly like the amount of men that leaned in to try to kiss me last year it's above five it's above five it's it's and like people i know yeah like and you're just like you see my whole life you literally see like like, I'm a flirty person by nature, like, but let's not, like, I'm sure that, and this comes to the critical thinking thing, it's like, just because I'm being nice to you, yes. and I bought you a shot of Jameson because it's the cheapest thing at the bar, mm-hmm. like, that does not mean that I want to cheat on my boyfriend, throw <laughs> it all away, throw it all away for a guy with a mullet, like, let's be real! <laughs> oh my god. Throw it all away. Oh god. <laughs> risk, risk your body. Yep. Risk it all for, risk like... Risk it all for you baby yeah Yeah. and like if we yes if we developed of course it's their fault i'm not trying to like shirk responsibility (laughs) for them but like no one was taught this shit literally no one was taught this shit and they were taught the opposite in fact you know what i mean yeah if if she's breathing cool like yeah yeah. then like is she warm yeah then she's alive enough to like yeah like I think this is some of the trickiest stuff, you know, with like dating and stuff like that is like that no one literally knows how to talk about sex with each other or talk about, you know, consent with each other or or permission or like whatever it is. You know what I mean? Because you should be able you should be able to flirt with someone and like not have to fear that they're going to lean in for a kiss without asking you, you know, or like whatever. how how do they teach us French in grade four not consent ever? Like that's the Seriously? wildest thing to me. Seriously? Seriously? <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> how are we learning French? <laughs> like, yeah, like I just I never got it. And I, not it... <laughs> and not literally any information about relationships or dating. Like, wow. 
what school system did you did you go to? I was in like Catholic school system. Oh, I was in the public school system. Um, what did you get as far as like anything like that? Relationship or dating or, or sex ed? Literally the banana. Oh, yeah. That's the it. It was fucking like banana. They, they, all they did was show us. All I learned in health was like four days long. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they just showed us how to put a condom on a, a man. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Like they showed us how to put a condom on for a man. And I don't know what the guys, <laughs> I don't know what the guys learned. How to be yeah. like, yeah, or whatever. <laughs> Certainly not putting on their own condom. Yeah, why yeah, are we no. putting on... Yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> why? Oh, what are you guys doing over there? Like, just like, heads up, seven up? Like, what's going on? fucking disappointing yeah 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 no, like I, honestly the school system has failed us like every we you know and then people as adults don't think they require education you know what i mean that's the shitty thing of like everybody that again that disconnect of like knowing nothing but thinking you know everything about it it's like no i'd never take a class as an adult like at a sex shop at a good sex shop that offers like all these cool classes about sexuality and kink and all this stuff of course i wouldn't take that Cause I'm a man. <laughs> I know everything. Yeah, it's like you need to do that. <laughs> yeah, like we all should take a class, take a couple classes. Like you're gonna start doing something for the first time, you know, maybe a new thing in bed or like like whatever, using a new toy maybe, or using an implement or doing something with role play or with kink. Like maybe take a class, maybe good idea here yeah Take a so class. you don't like choke someone to death in your bed that yes <laughs> like oh, literally yes. so you aren't fucking risking your goddamn life some for, people like, just to get like, like lightly choked yeah brutal yeah i i had a guy almost honestly end my life like by accident because it's just like Holy like shit. you don't know how to choke like man this is like low level it's like oh, base level shit like Lord. i can't breathe and it's like, Lord. I'm sinking into my pillow, like, arm out. Like, literally, like, the ending of, like, me calling for Jesus. And it's oh, like, my fucking God. He's oh. like, sorry, is that, is that, like, is that okay? It's like, Absolutely I can't respond. Absolutely not. The I fact am... that I can't respond. <laughs> that, yeah. The fact that I'm literally grasping at my fucking throat. Like, oh, that yeah. is so scary. I'm so sorry that happened to you. I would love to say that that's never happened to me, but I for sure have had many like one night stand type people reach for my throat and me being like, absolutely not. I don't know that yeah. you know how to choke safely. We haven't talked yeah. about that. I haven't, I haven't said that I'm interested in that. You haven't told me you, you know, like, wow, that is such a fucking bold move. Like, and by bold, I mean, stupid, like, to yeah. reach for someone's throat without literally knowing each other or talking about anything to do with choking. It's wild. It's, it's wild. Like, because people start thinking that, like, because of what they're into, like, again, like, that you're just automatically going to be into it. Yeah. It's and it's like, you, like, that's not yours. If you're having, like, if you're having the same type of sex with every person, you're doing it wrong. Yes. <laughs> and that is, that's for sure what's happening. Yes. You're yeah. right. Yeah. It's not like, that it's thing. Like, it's like, it's like they're in wrestling. Like, this is my finishing move. And you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I finish her. Yeah. Like, she's dead. She's dead. <laughs> brutal that's so dark but like honestly <laughs> people learn how to choke properly and talk to the Truly. person first like literally if you're taking anything from this dark dark shit <laughs> just learn how to do it and talk to the person before you do it uh lordy lou and start low and slow that's the other thing it's like yeah don't go in at a 10 with literally any sexual activity low and slow talk about it first and learn how to do it properly there we go a three-pronged approach <laughs> Can I just tell you, you are now a high school health teacher. <laughs> like, that's all it takes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> this has been so much fun. This has been such an awesome conversation. Can you tell the people, since we're wrapping up our hour here, Tamara, tell yeah. us where we can get a hold of your new album and where we can like find and follow you on socials, where you're going to be posting your shows, all that good stuff. 
Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Teamair, T-E-E-M-A-I-R. Uh, that links to my link tree on um, both of those where you'll see all my shows. And my album, Table Wine, will be out on March 11th on all streaming platforms and on Bandcamp. So look out for that. That's so awesome. For me, folks, um, I'm the most active on Twitter at the Lady Pim one If you must go on over to Instagram, I'm at the Lady Pim on there or at the Bedpost Podcast. We have a Patreon. It is the Bedpost Show. We have a YouTube channel. It is also the Bedpost Show. And everybody, I'm 40 this year and I'm gotten on TikTok for the first time. Uh, <laughs> at the Lady Pim, if you want to go see the terrible uh, videos that I've, I've put up there already. It's not going well. Um, Before I go, I always want to thank the lady who does the original music for my podcast. Her name is Stephanie Copeland. You can find out more about her at stephcopelandmusic.com. Tamara Siobhan, everybody. This has been so fun. So fun. We will see you next time with another fun and sexy guest here on the Bedpost Podcast talking about sex and sexuality. Until then, get fucked, everybody. (laughs) Goodbye.